Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Mr. Sean Ducha. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. And y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. All you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of Zodiac. Oh, couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh, sexy. I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone, joined with Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone, usual suspects, and uh, this episode is going to be going to be about milestones, right? I mean, what is it? It's been six years since the Celtics won 50 games. It's been six years. It's been a long time. Since the Celtics have had a number one seed for a significant amount of time. A one-game lead over the Cavaliers. This is, of course, being recorded before the big showdown between these two teams on Wednesday night at TD Garden. Easily the biggest game of the season for the Celtics, so we'll, uh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll keep talking about that. And uh, okay, just forget about forget about looking ahead this week, then. Jeez. Oh shit! Right off the bat, man. Fault, drop okay, that okay. Ball. You know what? Right. I, I won't. I won't <sighs> give, give away the rest of the week. Sorry, but you know what? I already will, ruined it last. Time I will give anyway. you. I will give you crap for this though. Uh, um, way to keep on with the Dutra jinx. And yeah. predicting that the Celtics are going to sweep the week because they Why? didn't sweep the week. You know what? And they lost to the team I thought they would lose. I don't think I so. ever proactively offer a prediction. You always ask me, so it's not even my fault. Uh, it's kind of your fault because we told you don't say it because we were like, you know what? Maybe if you say they'll lose one, they'll win them all. And I was under, eh. I was under the impression that that would work. I really don't think that uh, this has uh, that me predicting. Uh, this streak has been going on since we started this segment. I would have so. thought. If I think there's a direct correlation. Any team that they would have lost to was going to be the Knicks, but yeah, they spanked the Knicks today. Though. No, I know they did, but I, I don't know. It's just I, I felt like if it was one team that they were going to lose to, it was going to be the Knicks for some well, reason. I mean, the Bucks game. The Bucks game was. I mean, they were all. Uh, the Bucks game was sort of bullshit. 
the way they lost. I it. mean, other than the next game, the the two games prior, yeah, they, played, they weren't they weren't great. They played like crap. Yeah, yeah, they they games. just beat the Magic on yeah. Friday, which is uh, yeah. in a way not a good thing because you're supposed to blow out those type of teams. I mean, they did blow out the Knicks. We saw what happened against uh, Philly not too long ago, and we saw what happened against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, the Celtics tend to play down to their competition, and that was Friday night was no different. Of really? course, they do. Of course, they do. What do you mean they do? I know. Besides the Knicks and besides Brutal. the blowout against the Orlando Magic at the last time they played the TD Garden, that's the only time I've seen the Celtics blow out a team that they were supposed to. The last two teams. Yeah, the last two times they played Orlando, they were averaging like, what, like 30-some points? Both times, yeah. yeah. Beat them by 30. And the Lakers in L.A., that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. But you know what? Let's keep things positive because, like I said from the top, this is a, a season of, of first that we haven't seen in the last six years. Woosa, woosa. I mean, hey. Brad Stevens continues to make progress year after year. And I have to say this turnout of what we're seeing this year is has to be a testament of what he means to this team, right? I mean, yeah. this is Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens is all over this, right? I mean, this, this isn't just, you know, Isaiah Thomas yeah, having a, having a career year. Is that, is that fair to say? I think it's un, I think it's unfair for Stevens this year that he's really not being considered at all for that coach of the year honors. I mean, you maybe have the best regular season record in the Eastern Conference. I thought his best chance to win that award, though, was uh, two years ago when the Celtics, they weren't supposed to make the playoffs, and they were like the seventh seed. Right. That's how these coaches win these awards. It's like, well, no, Pop is always there. Pop wins it every year. Like it, it, Pop I mean, doesn't win it every year, though. He's always in consideration. Buden, look at Budenholzer, though. He won it that year. They they won um, 60 games, and they were the best team in the Atlanta, Atlanta, the Atlanta wasn't supposed to be the best team in the East. But neither was the Celtics. I'm just saying, like, now it, it, it seems like this year out of, out of any – it's sort of like we're not going to give it a Kerr. We're not going to give it a Pop. We're trying to look for that. But look, it's, look at Spolstra. As much as I don't like the dude, but um, they started 11 and 30, and they're okay. about to make the playoffs. All right. I mean, they're still under. I don't it know. It was the same The same thing. The same. That's, that's why I bring up, you know, the Celtics two two seasons ago. Right. You know, what was that, like 40, 40 different guys on the roster yeah. during that season? And, and Stevens didn't win coach of the year. So I yeah, he should have. I thought he should have that year. Yeah. If that was his best chance to win it, that was that was it right there. I don't know, but yeah, I think I think a lot of this, I mean, consistent improvement year over year under this under Brad Stevens' reign. I mean, that's something to be said for starting with a young team. Like, really, you know, you hit lightning in a bottle with Thomas. You got Al Horford, but other than that, it's just been development, developmenting, um, developmenting, development. What the fuck, development. <laughs> <laughs> Developing. That's what well, I want to say. Well, another thing Isaiah Thomas did was uh, he became the the leader, franchise leader for most threes in one season. He he passed um, Antoine Walker, who I'm, <laughs> how did Antoine Walker not? I, I'm almost surprised that he's that he, he's still. Well, yeah, that's true. But I'm surprised obviously. Pierce or, or Allen didn't didn't pass him. But this is in one Tom uh, Walker had. Oh, excuse me, 02. He had 222. In 01, he had 221. Paul Pierce in 02 had 210. Wow, that's a lot of threes between the two of those guys. And 2000, in 2009, Joel's boy, Ray Allen, that, had 2002 was like the magical season, man. Well, it depends how you look at it because it, it, he chucked up a, a whole, a lot more than 222. That's, a lot, of, that's a lot of wiggles, too. But now Thomas tops all of those seasons, and he also becomes the sixth man in Celtics history to have a 2,000-point uh, season. So it's him, Larry Bird, John Havlicek, Sam Jones, and Kevin McHale, the only members of the Celtics to, to score 2,000 points, over 2,000 points in one season. And Pierce has done it how many times in Celtics uh, jersey? Four. Yeah, four. Yeah, four. I didn't think. I didn't, think, I didn't I make didn't, that shit up. No, I didn't, think, I didn't think you knew that. Yeah. Right. In case you missed it. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Bada bing. Boom. So is, uh, is Isaiah Thomas a legit... I mean, could he, could he win the MVP award? I just want to get that out there. I mean, we know he's a candidate. We know he's a legit candidate. But, I mean, let's say no. the Celtics finish off the season as a top seed. Is Isaiah Thomas someone that they should really consider giving him the MVP? Because everyone always talks about, oh, well, first of all, your team needs to win 50 games to be an MVP. Check. Celtics have done that. Oh, well, your team needs to be one of the top teams in the NBA. Check. Celtics are number one right now in the Eastern Conference. I mean, the, if, you're, if you're looking at that type of criteria and we're looking at what Isaiah Thomas is now as he's, what, second, still second in scoring, averaging 30 points a game, the best season, he's on pace to have the best season we've ever seen, best scoring season we've ever seen by a Celtic since Larry Bird. I mean, 
why isn't why am I crazy in thinking that he should have a, a, a more than just a small shot at winning the MVP award? Any of the year, we're probably you're probably right. But this year you've had James Harden and Russell Westbrook, and they've just been dominant to the point of stats we've never seen before. Like if you want to, if you want to point out just wins in general, Houston has more wins than the Celtics by one, I believe, just without looking. Yeah, and I mean, and 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 Harden and Westbrook are like they've been uh, they've been in third the whole season, and, and behind San Antonio and Golden right. State. And Harden and Westbrook, they're doing a lot more than just scoring. Where I think. That's sort of where you're going to see Isaiah not live up to the number one and number two in the MVP. Plus, I don't, I've, I've never seen this season Isaiah, you know, pat his stats like Russell Westbrook. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I just, some, crazy, some crazy conspiracy shit I've heard over the last couple of days. Hmm. How um, his teammates don't rebound. They box everybody out and make sure that Westbrook grabs the rebound. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. If you're, if you're, if that's your type of thing, you conspiracy theorists out there, hmm. take a look at that. YouTube that. I only believe in two st- conspiracy theories, man. You don't believe? I only believe in two. Oh, that's right. We we, we spoke about this. Yep. Stevie Wonder. What's the other Stevie one? Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder isn't blind, by the way, for those who don't know. He, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what Sean thinks. And What's then the uh, floss is actually worse for your teeth than it is good for your teeth. That's a thing? I, I, I've heard of that. I... I don't even know if it's I don't know. That's the first time Sean has brought it up, but yeah. I've, I've heard my, of that. Those are my two conspiracy theory guys. So getting getting to know me today, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so the anyway. Rockets. Okay, the Rockets. They they're better than the Celtics by by a game. Isaiah, by a game, just one. by a game, by a game. But what else? Isaiah can't he can't compete with those two guys on a different year where you just have like LeBron having a good year, Kawhi having a good year, like Durant having a good year, but nothing like. Groundbreaking, get- historical. These two dudes, Harden and Westbrook, are having historical seasons. Like, what do you would mean? You, would you I give just it- said that he hasn't. No one has played this well for the Celtics since Larry for Bird. For the Celtics, though, these are NBA yeah. all-time it- entire NBA seasons. We've never seen anything like this. Forget uh, Westbrook and Harden for a second. Would you give it to him over over uh, Kawhi? Yes. Would you give it to him? Me too. You would give it Isaiah the MVP over Kawhi. Yeah, I think whoever Isaiah's, you're about to say, I'm going to say yeah, yes because those, those are the only two guys that you. Uh, I'll have a discussion with. I mean, honestly, if it's between him and Harden, I think I'd give it to him. Honestly, no. I think Westbrook is the clear cut guy who should get it, and I, I I agree with that. But I'm just saying when you you see the talking heads, you know NBA, whether you're looking at ESPN or NBA TV, I mean, people like to occasionally bring up Isaiah Thomas, but no one actually seriously says, you know what, Isaiah Thomas should win the MVP award. Maybe they should start boxing out for him and letting him rebound Let more. Let him rebound more. Then he get his numbers up, right? I mean, yeah. he does have six assists. He can average about five rebounds, six but that, rebounds. But that's, but that's that just it, though. Harden is averaging like 10 or 11 assists. Mm-hmm. I don't know, six rebounds. I'm just, I'm again, I'm not looking at his stats, but. Just making shit up. I'm man. not making shit up, but I'm like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm around there compared to Isaiah. You know, he does average more assists than Isaiah. He does average more rebounds than Isaiah. So, the word valuable. What does it mean? What does it mean in terms of this MVP race? <laughs> All right. Well, what about him being the leading scorer in fourth quarter? <laughs> you know, who scores more points than Isaiah Thomas in the fourth quarter? Who bails his team out sure. more just, than Isaiah Thomas? I, I just think this argument is it's it's pointless to have this year. Any other year, you look at last year's MVP race. Isaiah would if you put Isaiah's year in, in, in last year's race with with Steph Curry, you would think you think he'd win it or he had more. Uh, I guess seventy three wins really. <laughs> Plus Steph averaged thirty points. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I probably give it a um, Steph. Um, yeah. I probably I probably have to give it a Steph. I mean, it's seventy three versus let's say. 53 wins, 54 yeah. wins for the Celtics at the most. All right. Yeah, Isaiah's having a great year, though. I don't want to take away from him. but No, you, you, you don't. But I think the Celtics, as a team, function better than, say, the Rockets without Harden or the Thunder without um, Russell Westbrook. So I think, think that's why. You think the Celtics play better without Thomas? No, I'm not, saying they play, they, I'm not saying they play better, but um, I'm saying but they can survive. No. I think it's because, no, come can't. on. What, okay, so you take off Harden from the Rockets. The Rockets don't go nowhere. 
Honestly, I think the only person that I was I would agree with that is Westbrook. Okay, so but, then then, then uh, that's, that's another one. Uh, so that's why that's why but, you that's why it's a toss up between one of those two. The Celtics would go no nowhere without Isaiah Thomas as well. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. They're barely a five hundred team. You take him. Isaiah Thomas off this team, they're probably winning. But they they're, they're trying to get to forty wins. No, maybe with 40 everybody wins. with everyone that this squad has, right? If everybody stays healthy and matter. Isaiah and Isaiah is out, score. they can't score. If you have nobody that that's can not score, true. That's not true. People yes, can it score. is. No one can create their own shot without Isaiah. But Thomas look at team. but look at the Rockets. Other than Eric Gordon, who else is scoring on that? Eric Gordon is. If you if you're looking at the Celtics and the Rockets rosters, other than Eric Gordon, you take Harden and Isaiah Thomas off the team. Eric Gordon is the second best scorer. Uh, the 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 best scorer left. I said other than Eric Gordon. Okay, but you what you can't just do that. He's on the team. But he I'm plays just I'm, I'm just saying no, other than Eric Gordon, like. You who's a, better? You have who's Ariza, better? Who's better than Bradley? Hold on. Who's better than Bradley on the Rockets? Gordon. Who's, who's better than, than than Jay Crowder on the on the on the Rockets? Um, I would who's say, better than Al Horford on the Rockets? I would say Ariza is pretty much uh, pretty much right up there with Jay Crowder. So stats be- wise, so who's better Beverly's than Al Horford? right up there with Davey Bradley uh, no, or not. Marcus Bradley? Smart. Marcus no. Smart. Marcus. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, Houston's got a squad, man. I mean, they have a better team than us than the Celtics. Team. I don't know if they do. To be honest, if you take out Harden, I I think the teams are evenly are even. If you take out both Isaiah and Harden, I think the Celtics are a little bit better than the, than the Rockets. And then if you go back, and then if you go to the uh, to the Thunder, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the Thunder Thunder's garbage. Yeah. Okay. You know how I feel about the Thunder. So I, then, I didn't even expect them to be a playoff wait, team with. You, okay. With so then it goes back to, to say, I'm trying to say that the Celtics are a better team without Isaiah versus the Thunder without. Westbrook and the Rockets without Harden, barely. But it's still I, I it's still better. I, I still may. It's a coin flip between Houston and and Boston, and Boston right? With, I mean, just, just, just with those two dudes, just with, with just with uh, Thomas and Harden, the Rockets only have a one win better than the Celtics right now. They're fifty one and twenty five, and the Celtics are fifteen and twenty seven. Sure. So, so but, that I don't think that's taking away any MVP votes from Isaiah. It's just his. His overall numbers aren't up there with Harden and Westbrook. All right. Well, how many how many wins I mean, when you break out it down, of the I'm fifty saying, games? How many wins can you say Isaiah Thomas is the reason he won? A hundred. No. Out of fifty. Yeah. Out of. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, no. I, I, th- mean, I thought you were saying like a hundred percent. Impressive. What I you were saying. We're just like throwing shit up against fourteen. Uh, I think it's way more than that. We I see. I don't know what games? that. This is freaking. This is the weirdest question in the world. What do you mean? Why is it weird? How many games? How many, I mean, games, in terms of percentage, how many game? How many times this season, at the, the end sub- of the game, did you think? Did you say to yourself, they, "There's no way they wouldn't have won that. They would have won that game a if lot. he didn't go off in the fourth the quarter." The answer is a lot. I, I didn't document it, but I know that the Celtics would suck. The Celtics would suck if Isaiah Thomas wasn't on this team. I disagree. I still think they're a playoff team. No, I don't think so. I mean, look at the East. Look at how they there's may, three. There's they three may teams. Six. The sixth, seventh, and eighth. They lost teams. to the seven sixes. Under. I understand that, but they're under. 500. They would go to. So you're telling yeah. me that. Right, right, and they're struggling to get to 41. Okay, so exactly where I think they'd be. Okay, so, but they're still in the playoffs. You're saying, no, I'm saying they're a playoff team still. 41, I don't even think they'd be there. I think they'd be like a 34, 30, 35. 35, yeah. they'd be struggling. That's still, to get play, to 40. That's still playoffs in the East. Barely. Which is crazy. Well, well but that's you, go where from we're at. The, you go from the number one seed or the number two seed to. It's, we mentioned it last week. It's, it's fool's gold, right? Is it, let me ask you this. Is this the first time that a number one seed is not a, is not a, a, a title contender, in your guys' opinion? I don't think the Celtics are title contenders. No, I don't think mm, the, Hawks the Hawks were. Yeah. The Hawks weren't. Okay. I mean, it's, other than that, it's just, it's just again, it's a strange. It's a. It's been a. And the Hawks didn't have an Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, last year, last year was the it was the Warriors. This year, it's the Warriors again. Um, you know, Cleveland's really the only team in the East that has that came into the season as a title contender, and even though the Celtics may have a better record than them. It's been it's been like it's been that conversation all season long. Yeah. Okay, Cleveland, and then who can challenge Cleveland? Right. Yeah. Everybody I mean, assumed Toronto. Everybody even people even talked about in the Pacers just on paper before sure. we saw what we've seen. Well, I think I think you know it, trying to judge like okay, looking into the playoffs, what's possible for the Celtics? Getting to the finals is a possibility. Like it's a possibility they could beat. Cleveland, if something happens where there's an injury or, or they could get lucky somehow and make it to the final. That's a possibility. Okay. But there's but just zero, on paper though. There's zero chance. Zero chance I think that they're actually uh you know, you could 
think about a scenario where they beat Cleveland and then beat the Warriors or beat the Spurs. Is Cleveland in trouble? I don't know. Yeah, I know. I probably not. They, they're probably. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, as much as I hope they would be. How's that fence feel? The fence. <laughs> I got right off it. I got right off it this time. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't think they are. I don't think they are in trouble. They they, they can flip the switch. They do it every year. I mean, let me ask you guys this: They got something on the second help? night. The second night of back to back, right? And they got Orlando the first night. Are they? Do they rest? Their plays against Orlando and then have everybody uh, full full strength against the Celtics. Well, really, or they just don't care. Really depends. Which one? Um, are they both at home? Or they go from? Um, no, they're in Orlando. Then they come up to Boston. Yeah, LeBron's not even making that trip to Orlando. No way. So he's chilling in the North End, eating some clam chowder. Yeah. Word. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, why not? You can beat the Magic without. You know, clearly one of the one of the games is much more important than the first. So, I mean. If they don't beat the Magic without whether it's Kevin Love, you can take all three of those guys. If you don't beat the Magic, I mean, you don't you don't deserve to win that game. You know what I mean? Like if you if you're struggling against the Magic, if I'm Ty Lue, I'm saying, how the hell are we ready for the playoffs if we're losing to the Magic, even without our guys? And this team is man, this team is stacked. Look at all these guys that they picked up, and they've all worked out. Minus Deron Williams, he's not doing too well, but still, I mean, yeah. But they're saying I, I feel like their bench is still not like gelling. At right. least the last few games. Well, I know, but I'm saying like individually, these guys have shown, shown you know, spurts that that they're productive. I mean, look at Derek Williams. Derek Williams right. forced his way into that rotation, yeah. and, and even before Bogut went down, those you know, 48 seconds that he played, he uh, <laughs> did he even play? He, I, I, I just kind of walked in there, and the injury cr- happened. I didn't think he was going to crack the lineup, the, the rotation, because of Derek Williams. And then now you have Deron Williams, and then now you have Kyle Corbin in the mix, and now you have J.R. Smith back. I mean, you have all these weapons, they got, Sanders, but, but they they're not got, translating into wins. They ain't got nothing on the Celtics bench, man. <laughs> this is the difference between their bench and the Celtics bench. Yeah, the difference is that they got all stars on their bench. Well, not <laughs> well, former all stars, former all stars, still still all stars. <laughs> Unless you want to call Larry hey. Sanders, uh, you know, one of those. <laughs> no, the difference is like it's, it's the biggest problem that we've seen all year long. We don't know who's going to consistently step up. We know Marcus yeah. Smart is going to do what Marcus Smart does, but right. after that, who's the guy who? I mean, I asked you this question the other day. I'm like, is, is was Terry Rozier a bit of a disappointment this year? Because I thought Terry Rozier, no. would go, this was the year he was going to be a reliable guy off the bench, and then he's collecting all these DMPs. It depends. Out. It depends what you had for him as an expectation. I know me personally. I thought he would have been that sixth guy. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, I did. I did. I, I thought did. him you know and Smart could make him Evan Turner. That's that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I felt like, you know, with I mean, Evan Turner I, gone, you you can put those two guys together and create some similar to Evan Turner. Not yeah. exactly Evan Turner, but I mean, I, his play in the in the uh, um, in the preseason, it did it raised some expectations. I think, but I don't think. I mean, I think he's been exactly who. The Celtics and I thought he would be this year, giving you. I mean, recently he's been he's giving been, you a spark. You know, being when when he's called on, he's needed. I mean, don't forget, like the Celtics have like eight thousand guards, so he's battling for playing time. You know, behind Thomas Bradley, Smart. You know, well, you look at the you look at the Knicks game, right? I thought that was a perfect game to uh, to rest Isaiah in the fourth and just have your your bench just go nuts. It's exactly they what they did. Yeah. And plus, Avery Bradley was out. Well, the problem is too is that you'd probably get a, he'd probably get a lot more time to to play if the Celtics wouldn't go down to the wire every yeah, damn you're right. night. That's right. That's another. So, like, that's another point. That's he's good, not. Good he's point. not going to get a, if the game's close like it is every night. He's not going <laughs> to get run in the fourth when it's you know a four point game. They're going to be putting Smart in to put Bradley in to put Thomas in. He's he's not going to see the floor. So um, that I think probably stunted his growth a little bit. But I I think uh, Rozier has had a. A year, I think we've learned that Rozier is a solid NBA player at the minimum, at the minimum. So whether he is able to grow, whether there's playing time next year, we'll see. But um, I think he can be relied on as a positive member of the bench in the playoffs. Am I crazy in thinking that Brad Stevens is probably going to do like a nine, ten man rotation in the playoffs? Like, is he going to be that guy <laughs> at least the first round? I think it depends who they face. Because well, it could, you could have that one game that we mentioned that Jarebko could go off, and you're sticking with Jarebko like down the stretch, or 
Kelly Olenek. You know, sometimes you don't know what you're going to get out of him. Well, Kelly's going to play all all the time. But no, I know I, that. I'm but saying, I'm just saying like, which, production which, wise, which player you're going to get? You're going to get Drebko. You're going to get Green. Are you going to get Rozier? Or are you going to get uh, shit? I mean, James Young's been getting some playing times last week. You know, I mean, I, I, Brad I Stevens is still trying to. It's an audition. Still trying to find out his rotation going into the playoffs, and we're what six games away. Five. <laughs> Still trying to find the Still rotation. Still trying to find a rotation. Nah, no he knows idea. his rotation, man. He's probably just the only people who are the words of Isaiah. The only people who are shoeins are are Olenek and, and Smart. The words of Isaiah. If you don't know by now, if no, you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, never know <laughs> your lineup. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's see who else is going to play this week. Sean, let's, uh, oh, let's take a look ahead. Oh, let's do it. Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. All right. So I'm going to do yeah, this. You don't one. have a lot of these left. I know. That's why I'm going to do a special one today. So we're looking ahead. Um, not only for your Boston Celtics, we're also going to take a sneak peek at our competitors over there and uh, in Cleveland. Oh, Brooklyn. <laughs> Seeing how they're doing because as of right now, what happened to the Brooklyn thing? That was short lived. Well, they they just lose a lot. I mean, they're they're still the worst team in the NBA so, by like and, nine games. And so every, Sean's no, like, I think actually, good. the Suns are making a run at them, dude. Well, the Suns and uh, the Lakers are like neck and neck, right? Well, so the Nets have won seventeen games, where the Suns and Lakers have won twenty two. The Suns have lost, I think, like thirteen straight games. They're well, making a run. <laughs> well, if it was up to uh, LeVar Ball, the Lakers would have the worst record in the league because he does not want his son to go to the Celtics. He wants yeah. them to go to the Lakers. Yeah, they're trying. I don't give a shit about <laughs> – I don't even think Lonzo Ball's going to be that good. I'm just mentioning. Like, just, I think I think, I think Lonzo Ball's going to be a, a, a bust in the NBA. Celtics need to do everything they can to stay away from Lonzo Ball. Just saying. That's a right. story for another day. But, um, all right, so we'll start with the Celtics. They actually uh, do play the Cavaliers on Wednesday night, which is um, not oh, a surprise to anybody. Right. Da -da 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 -da. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, man, it's going to be a really good game. Those two teams are at the top of the Eastern Conference this year going into the playoffs. So it'll be very interesting to see how they play against each other. Yeah. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> all right, is then, there a way the Celtics could still grab the number one seed even if they lose that game? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, the the when we check out the Cavs schedule, it's not not too easy. Cleveland will probably just rest the guys for the rest of the season after they play the Celtics, win or lose. Just go full Popovich and just say, yeah, we're not playing. LeBron's not playing, Kyrie's not playing, Kevin's not playing. We'll take the two seed. They don't care. Celtics also play the Hawks on Thursday night, which is another nationally broadcast game over on TNT. Back-to-back -back nationally telly. Advised baggity baggity games, and that's the last. That's the last back to back the Celtics will have in the short season that's coming to an end. It's only five games left, folks. Five games left. Make them count, guys. Yep, and then um, Celtics played a Bobcats, formerly known as the Hornets, now known as the Hornets, uh, uh, on Saturday. The Mountain Lions. Yeah, they could be the Mountain Lion. Um, wow, wow. So the Cavs, dude, the Cavs are looking a little bit uh, like a tougher schedule this week. So right now they're in the midst of losing to the Pacers with 39 seconds in overtime. Well, uh, we'll give you an update on that before the yeah, end. Yeah, let's go back to that. The podcast. <laughs> uh, but then they got the Magic, back to back for the Magic, and then travel to Boston to play the uh, the Celtics. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then on Friday and Sunday, they have a, a home and home against the Hawks. The Hawks are battling. They play the Hawks twice. Yeah, they're battling right now for that uh, playoff hope. Um, and then just to continue to look ahead, um, the uh, after the Magic, the Cavs play all Eastern Conference playoff teams. They play the Celtics, the Hawks, the Hawks, the Heat, and the Raptors. Wow. Mm. So they they you ask the question can the Celtics be lose this game and still take the one seed? The answer is yes because they the Cavs have a tough schedule down the pike on their last um, one two three four five six I hate counting six games. 
And they are in danger of losing right now, as I speak, on the recording. So when you listen to this, you will already know, but you can sense the excitement in the air. You can sense how excited we were when we were when, tracking this game. When no one said anything. All right. All right, Sean. If uh, if they lose this no, if they win this game and they beat the Cavs, does that change your belief that they could actually win a seven-game series against the Cavs? Um, right now, and even if they do win, I'll probably say no. But when it comes down to it, I'll say I'll figure out a way to when say they, yes. When they meet each other, you're going to be like, yeah, this is, this yeah, is, is going to happen. I'll Celtics figure out win. a way to say yes. Yep. Yep, that's how it goes. Just like Celtics in five last year against the Hawks. That was not good. <laughs> how about, what about Mike Gorman? Think, Mike Gorman the, the year yeah. before, two years before that, yeah. Remember after after the first game, Sean was like, they're going to win four in a row. Just don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. I'm Sean. Avery Bradley's out for the series. It's okay, dude. It's fine. They lose again. 4-2. Four, 4-2. Two. Four, two. I meant six. Sean, they're about to start. Uh, Jonas Jarepko, no, fuck that. And I'm going to do that. <laughs> Then they're gonna lose a series. I just I'm that. not doing any predictions anymore. <laughs> Why? It's fun. But the Celtics. So what's your prediction? Three, for three and zero week. Three and zero. Before we get into, in case you missed it, three and zero this week. Three and zero. Okay. All right. Yep. You heard it here first. Celtics will lose against the Cavs, Yeehaw. and they'll win the rest of the week. Obviously, everyone's looking forward to that uh, Celtics uh, Wizards. Celtics Cavs game on Wednesday night. Biggest game of the year. Biggest ticket in Boston probably until the playoffs start. Oh, absolutely. Biggest ticket in Boston, and the best way to get your tickets for the cheapest price is easily using SeatGeek. Hey. I mean, you got to go check out SeatGeek, and you have to make sure you download the app, especially because if you don't download the app, you cannot get yourself a $20 rebate. Yeah, I had to, I had to school my friend the other day. He was like, I, 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 the code's not working. I was like, to download the app? No. Oh, well, you're a dumbass. <laughs> well, that's how not that's, to use it. That, that's, 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 that's how exactly you don't get a $20 what rebate. not to do is not download the app. So download the app. And you want to download the app because you can only get the $20 rebate off your first purchase. So download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code Causeway, and you can get yourself a $20 rebate off your first purchase. What a great week to use it for that Cavaliers game. Save yourself $20 and uh, go check out the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the biggest game of the season against the Boston Celtics. So it's going to be a very, very uh very big game. And, and, of course, there's going to be a lot of the games after that. So you want to download the SeatGeek app as soon oh, as you like can. Oh, like the playoffs? Yeah, actually. That's happening. Just about to say that. As the Celtics playoff push heats up, I mean, SeatGeek is the smartest and easiest way to get tickets to every single game. The mobile experience, again, is so easy. Uh, two taps on the app. Get yourself the tickets. Best prices. And uh, all you have to do is head, head to the settings tab, type in the promo code Causeway, and that's how you get yourself a $20 rebate. Download the SeatGeek app. Right now. Do it. Do it. And that's Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. Boy, you know what? Remember when uh, the Guardians do those concerts? Sox are open. They should bring up. that back. Remember that? Oh, the Red Sox are playing. Remember that before uh, KG and, and Paul Pierce? Uh, Paul Pierce. Oh, before yeah, KG. When and... they did concerts like before the game? No, after, no, no, the, after, after the, the game. game. Yeah, they yeah, would yeah. tell people, stick around because stick we, got, around. we got T-Pain coming in the building. <laughs> yeah. uh, you see Joe Green like, I'll meet y'all in the back, guys. I'm going to watch this. Jow rule. <laughs> Stay, live. stay tuned for the plain white tees <laughs> right after the game. Uh, yeah, they should bring that back. Tees. They should bring that back. We'll buy you a drink. Okay, you see, you see, uh, GGL Green just gigging like, yeah, buy you a drink, bitch. Stone sour. Even though I'm only seventeen. <laughs> yay, uh, yay. Good old. Those, those were the good old days where, like, you know, they'd actually have like cool halftime entertainment as well. Like, oh, they like had when, the Blue Man Group and shit, like, like come yeah, out there. Yeah, or when they used to have that, um, the the lady who puts the who puts the, the bowls on top of yeah, her. Yeah, they don't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> no, she still does it. I know. I'm Every once in a while, though. <laughs> who loves that? Max loves that. No, who loves that? Is it? Is I think it? it's Max. Seriously though, seriously though, all they do now is have the kids play fucking shit. basketball at halftime. Yeah. Like, entertain me. Yeah. At halftime. <laughs> all right, Joel, what we miss? In case you missed it. In case you missed it, Derrick Rose is out for the rest of the season. Not a big deal. There's only five games left for the Knickerbockers, but it was announced on Sunday. Actually, during the shellacking the Knicks were receiving by the Celtics mm-hmm. that he was going to be out. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand why he was playing because a week ago he looked pretty good and he was playing well, but with the season down the drain and you're already resting Carmelo, well, he's playing for why another, were they letting him play? He's playing for another contract. He's a free agent. Yeah, but still, I mean – we we know your past, okay? We know your injury past, and and 
two weeks of playing good basketball isn't going to convince someone to give you a contract. Well, he had torn his uh, meniscus in his left knee. Uh, Rose was in the last year of his contract. Wait, making he, he did that? That just did. happened? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the eighth time he's tore his meniscus in his knee? Yeah. Jesus. I feel like it's, I feel like it's been more than that, but yeah. I think I think, he, I think he keeps alternating knees. One year is the left and one year is the right. He does have two meniscuses. <laughs> At least he's got two. <laughs> Touche. Uh, the uh, pending free agent... Oh, he's making twenty one point three mil this year, which is the second highest among point guards. Guess who's the first? Mm. Russell Westbrook. No. No. CP three making twenty two point nine. His contract goes in next year. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Duh. <laughs> Hence the word extension. Mm-hmm. In case you missed it. Yep. Tracy McGrady will be inducted into this year's T-Mac Hall of Fame. Made it, huh? Nice. Among those part of the class of two thousand seventeen, Rebecca Lobo. And uh, Jerry Krause, the former Bulls GM who passed away a couple weeks ago, T-Mac said that he cried when he uh, was told the great news. What do you guys think? No C. Webb, what's going on here? Who got else got snubbed? I feel like one person getting in is... Tim Hardaway. Uh, it was going to be a weak class regardless. Oh, who got in? all right. <laughs> all right. I, I feel like there was a lot of good NBA players. Like, all right. Um, yeah, good. T-Mac definitely deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think so. He's and one of the best scores in that time. For, in that that time was period. that was sort of a debate, right? When you retire, like, is he? Can he make it? You know, does he have the numbers? And I think he does. The numbers are there. I just thought the whole, uh, you know, never really made deep playoff runs with any teams, mm-hmm. and never really was a guy who collected a bunch of playing uh, a bunch of minutes in, in the postseason. I thought that may have hurt him. May have may hurt him, but I, I think it's well deserved. The one playoff series that gets to me for T Mac. It was in 2004. They had a chance to knock out the Pistons in the first round. Mm. They were up 3-1 to one in that series, and they lost three games in a row to the eventual champions, but still. I think that would have been a career-defining moment for T-Mac. Yeah. Now I think his career-defining moment is scoring how many points in 30-something yeah. seconds? Yeah, everyone yeah. remembers him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Against the Spurs? That's, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was a beast, though. I mean, he definitely was a beast. I feel. I feel it's strange that he didn't have any playoff success. No, I feel. I feel like going back to the, the C. Webb uh, being snubbed. I think because of the controversy with uh, Michigan, I don't think he's going to get in for a while, if ever. If T. Mac got in, uh, C. Webb should get in. Well, no, I think he should get no, in. I'm well, saying. I think Jerome is a good point because yeah. this is the basketball hall of fame. This yeah. isn't the NBA hall yeah. of fame. So he was. He was one. He was on the most iconic. No, you're right. But because yeah, of the, but but the way but that of, shit went down, yeah. the reason why you don't see those banners in yeah. Michigan, you know, C. Webb all that even, controversy that, that surrounded those guys. Yeah, he doesn't even acknowledge that. As as, as almost like he didn't play for Michigan. Yeah. He doesn't talk about Michigan right. at all. It's almost right. like that piece. Those like three or four years of his life don't exist. All the problems that happened were centered around him. Yeah. Well, even, yeah, that's true. But even I the mean, good stuff, even the good success, he doesn't want to talk about that yeah. either. So you think that's what's going to keep him out? I think that's going to keep him out hmm. for a while. Again, if ever. Hmm. Sucks because he was hell of a basketball player in college and in and the pros. Everywhere he went in the pros, the team had success. Yeah. I mean Sacramento. Who who would talk about Sacramento if it wasn't for like C Web? I think it's they inc- still wouldn't have a, they wouldn't have a team in Sacramento. If it wasn't I for think C-Web. I think it's incredible that Tracy McGrady is getting ready to be inducted and Vince Carter is still playing basketball. <laughs> I know, right? That's that's crazy. Like out of the two guys, he's the youngest being inducted into the Hall of Fame ever. Thirty seven years old. Out of those two guys, you would think makes sense. He was the youngest player in NBA history when he when he first got dra- when he first got drafted too. Okay, yeah, that, that and the way he was built out of high school. Yeah, the way he was built, his athleticism. I thought he would play a lot longer, but that wasn't the case. He almost got a ring too. But Joel's boy ruined that one. <laughs> I mean, he was a role player with the Spurs, but he still could have got a ring if they took care of business in Miami. God, he was on the Spurs. Yeah, man. yeah. Just yeah. for that, just for that sole purpose. Yeah, yeah. The only, only time he played in the finals. Yep. Now we will get to be a nice cubes three on three. Oh, did he? Did he say that he was? I, on I don't know. I yeah. don't know. It's always there's always an uh, option though. Okay. Well, in case you missed it, guys, Gonzaga, UNC. It's not going to be the Battle of the Carolinas like you wanted it. It sucks. Who you got? Who do I got? If you're even watching. Uh, the, I, I got to say, I did watch the North Carolina um, Oregon game, which was eh, it's a little weak. But that Gonzaga-South Carolina game, that was that was a good game. That was a good game. Um, so I, I'll take North Carolina. I said North Carolina when his Final Four came out because I was like, they're the only, they're the only ones, ones I've been there. So he's in love with that big dude from uh, Gonzaga. Though. Yeah, man. Give me the Zags. 
Zags. I'm going with the Gonzags too. Mm. That guy's a top ten pick. <laughs> so he's talking about the goofy, fat, uh, bearded. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's not fat. He's just built. All right. He's pretty fat, man. <laughs> he just Mark my big, words. Boned it. You'll All see right. him in the league. He'll be uh, he'll be the enforcer for one of these up and coming teams. No, no, he won't. All right, you heard it here first. Big enforcer, Gonzags. Gonzags is going to win over UNC apparently. Well, I think they are, but in case you missed it, six years ago on April Fool's Day, Isaiah Thomas declared himself eligible for the NBA draft. And on his uh, Instagram a couple of days ago, he had some fun by saying how back then, lots of people thought his decision to turn pro was an April Fool's joke. Now who's the one laughing? I <laughs> got him. LOL. LOL. Got him. LOL. Oh, shit. These nuts. Damn, Isaiah. Oh. Oh. Speaking of IT, uh, he picked up his 14th tech. On Sunday against the Knickerbockers. Good. I like the spice. And with five games left, he's got to be careful because if he picks up two more, he's going to get that one game suspension. He better pick up two more right now. So Do they carry over to the playoffs? That's a good question. No, they don't. I didn't look that up. They don't. It, it resets. Okay. Cool. cool. It, no, he, he got my back. <laughs> it resets when you get to the playoffs. But All then right. if you, let's say he gets to the last game of the regular season, he can't play the first game next year. In the oh. season. It carries over. I swear to God, man. I swear <laughs> to God. So it'll be like the home opener with no Isaiah Thomas if he gets that. If he gets, if he gets two more texts. No, if he gets two more, he doesn't get suspended in the playoffs at all. No. It'll no. start next season. Oh, no, okay. Like if, like right. if he got his I final tech, you got it now? I got okay. two crabs. All right. Yeah. I was going to so, say, why are you so upset? Who cares if he doesn't play the no, first I, game of the season? I thought he, I just figured he wouldn't play the first game in the playoffs. No, I mean, you know. It's seven, right? In the playoffs? It's, it's less. Yeah. yeah, it's like half. Yeah, it resets, and then if you get up to seven in the playoffs, you you get suspended for a game. Seven seems like a lot. Well, ask Draymond more. If that's a lot, ask Draymond. What would Draymond do? No, but if this final stretch, if he picks up one, like let's say against Cleveland, and then against like the Hawks, and then you know you're still trying to battle for that first seed, that makes a difference with three games left. Yeah, yeah. it does. It definitely does. All right. I, I agree. In case you missed it, Drake Crowder will have an MRI on his left elbow. Don't like this. He received an, uh, an x-ray in New York on Sunday after he stated that his elbow was sore and started tingling. Quote, it was just a weird type of feeling. I never had anything happen like this to my elbow. End quote. He's also called it excruciating pain. So hopefully it's nothing serious. He called it excruciating yeah, pain? Yeah, he said it was excruciating pain. Shit. <laughs> so hopefully it's nothing serious. And the Celtics looked to hold on to that first seed. Nah, man, this, is, this isn't this is good. <laughs> no, it's not good at all. No, it's not good. I, I, this, is, this is the exact same thing that happened last year. Yeah. A little bit earlier, but still. momentum just going into the playoffs and then boom, injuries, injuries, injuries. The only way the Celtics will be derailed this playoff season, you know, from not getting to the Eastern Conference Finals is going to be injuries. Are we concerned about AB and the stomach bug that keeps, like, reoccurring? I think it's the Achilles bug. I think he's still trying to take some days off for the Achilles that he had and he missed, what, four months of the season with? Okay. I hope it's just that because he was in the hospital a week ago with, you know, receiving fluids because that – Stomach bug that just been going around in the locker room. Apparently, but he's the only one that has been hospitalized. You get the rear. Uh, that's what that sounds like to me. Mm. <laughs> it's got the squirts. Ugh. Hey, <laughs> he said, best thing for the squirts. He gets it gross. The IVs. The IVs. That's true. All right, Sean. Maybe he's a, he's a little a little chunky, but mark my words. <laughs> All right, Karnowski. What's I thought we talk about Amy Bradley. Wait, what? Karnowski. Gonzaga. Karnowski prop looks like a seven, guy. Seven one, three hundred and four pounds. He looks like a guy that knows how to handle the diarrhea. Like he's he's like a vet. He can handle everything. He's like a vet. You with watch diarrhea. him. He's like a vet. You watch him tonight. He's gonna be. He's gonna, he's gonna be. He's gonna lead that that crew up well, front. Gonzaga's big, man. They they are big. Um, I win. just think that North Carolina capitalizes on these opportunities every time they get there. You guys get the uh, North Carolina video I tagged you guys in with uh, with uh, Coach Roy turning turning his uh, his shirt around like a helicopter. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> the Petey Pablo. The Petey Pablo joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great. Well, 
we mentioned it earlier in the podcast, you know, the Celtics first 50 win season since the 2010-2011 season, Woo! which also ties the Lakers out of all franchises with the most 50 win seasons with 32. You want to know who comes in after the Celtics and the Lakers? The Spurs with 27. And Tim will like this, the Suns with 19. Those are the oh, wow. top four teams wow. with the most 50-win seasons. getting up there, For right? real. Even though well, they haven't had a 50-win season in quite some time. Yeah, and they're good at the re- they're really good at regular season, but... Mm. Mm. That's why Dan Tony he knows all about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Um, also, um, I, it, probably this Cavs Pacers game is going to go into like triple overtime right it's now. It's probably going to go to like quadruple overtime. Yeah, it's a one point game and there's 49 seconds left. Cavs are up. So Fuck. Yo, how are they going to, how are they going to know what happened? We have to tell them. We have to tell them, man. We got to find well, out. Well, we, we, we're, we're pretty good at killing time. I mean, I'm pretty sure we can figure out something. <laughs> I'll sing Creed. Well, I just heard the news day. <laughs> anything else we anything else we missed? <laughs> um uh, Good luck to the Red Sox this season. Yeah. They start their 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 run towards The Boys are back. The boys are back. The boys are back. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm they start their the they Sox. start their run towards, you know, trying to win a World Series. Yep, they, Again, they play the first of a hundred and fucking sixty-two <laughs> games. Yeah. Way too many fucking games. Could you imagine? So you think Ortiz comes back in by like August, September? Uh, game one hundred and twenty. No, I don't know. <laughs> game one hundred and sixty-one. Nah, yeah, he'll come back. That'd be awesome. I actually don't think he will. His foot's fucked. I think it all depends on how 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 they how they're doing. Yeah, how they're doing. Yeah, his foot's fucked though. Like for him to get, for him we to just play, need him to hit home runs. So we don't need him to do anything else. But for him to play last year, they said like he like had to do like eight hours Witchcraft. of like yeah, pretty much steroids. <laughs> steroids, I think was the thing they were saying. <laughs> no, but <laughs> brujeria, <laughs> HGH. That's what he did actually. Now what was uh, uh, uh is Drucky Noah best, taking? It's yeah. probably it's probably best he stays out because uh, <laughs> yeah, he won't have to go through random drug testing anymore. Yeah, no, stay out because stay out because last year was great. Like, yeah, I'd love for you to come back. Yeah, can you imagine he comes back and he gets caught for cheating? Oh. <laughs> he gets busted for steroids. No, man, I don't want to imagine that. Yeah, that'd be awful. No, no, that'd be bad. <laughs> come on. No, he's laughing. I'm come like, on, no, no, kinda, no, I don't want. Everybody, to. everybody would be come like, on, that's kind of funny. Everybody would be like, told you. Like October first, that'd be funny. Right before, if it ha- right before the playoffs, that'd be ha- that'd be funny if it happened to A Rod, not to David Ortiz. <laughs> Most of the Red Sox nation are like, why? Why couldn't you just stay out, man? I no know. one would have known. And then he he's definitely, like, then he definitely not making the fucking and he's the Hall like of Fame. Batting like one fifty two, he's just struggling. <laughs> so it was like yeah. pointless the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it didn't even work. His on base percentage is point zero zero five. Yeah. Well, just came back to to taint his legacy, and then and then left for good. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of A Rod though. How the fuck is he dating Jennifer Lopez? Uh, I don't. I can't, can't answer that for you. Just I don't know. Jennifer don't Lopez know. is like a. She's she has to stay relevant. She's still she still is. got it. Whether it's him or she Drake, can still get it or no, whoever else. She she has to be in the light all the time. Still, you guys watching Shades of Blue? That shit that shit's on point. She never lost it, man. She no, I know that. It. Trust me, I know that. Cavs up by four with sixteen seconds left. All right, I think they won. Oh, okay. well, eh, 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 eh. we'll see. We shall see. But um, anyways, we're going to leave a cliffhanger. Check out our next episode. <laughs> see what happened with the Cavs and Pacers. The only place you can find out. <laughs> only, you can't what go anywhere else. Fuck uh, the four-letter network. Yeah. Fuck that. Or the three-letter network. There's two. Now, this In Case You Mentioned is brought to you by CLNS Radio. Download the CLNS Radio mobile app for the best coverage in Boston sports. You can listen to us on there, the Causeway Street Podcast, among other great podcasts. You can also follow us on all social media outlets, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can also listen and download episodes of the Causeway Street Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, among others. And that's it for In Case You Missed It. All right. Good work. Good work. Yeah. One more show before we uh, go into the playoffs. One more. 
Uno más. Playoff Speaking preview. of which, Hell yeah. playoff preview coming up. Yeah, we never got people to vote for our list. I want to know what people thought about our top 25. Um, we put a lot of work into that. I would, well, would love to know. Well, a lot of people listen to our, that episode. That's a shitload of people. Yeah. It's our most uh, listened to episode. I think I think they're done. 127 to 132. Seems like the Cavs. Is there a uh, F next to that score? No. Well, no. It's not final. So 16, 16 seconds left, bro. Not final. What, well, which, which, all, what, what are you means, looking at? All that means, though, is that if the Cavs win, Celtics will then, when they play the Cavs, I don't know, because the Cavs played the Magic game before. I was going to say that would be sick if, if the Cavs, uh, the Celtics could win and jump up a game and a half. They could be two games up if the. If the Kyrie just made two free throws. They're up 133, 127. That's it. Game over. We have 16 seconds left. Pace is timeout. That's game over. <laughs> no, nah, man. Two threes. You can never know. <laughs> he said, nope. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Cossage G Podcast. Uh, check us out on Twitter, of course. We're always uh, tweeting new content. Uh, we also got Dude's plenty. always tweeting over here. Dog. We also got plenty of tweets on, uh, you know, during the game. That, those are always fun. Fun to interact. And we appreciate everyone who does interact with us. Go to the uh, CausewayStreetBlog.com to read some more of LeVar ball quotes about his son not coming to boston yeah check that out good get i don't i, I don't want <laughs> i don't want lonzo ball i'm gonna be the first person to tell you that lonzo ball is gonna be a bust in the nba a bust who would you compare him to drake i would <laughs> oh, oh we talking about basketball wise sorry that you're talking about looks uh looks no man he he looks like uh look a young drake come on no he looks little, like drake's cousin a little lighter Looks like Drake's French Canadian cousin. What do you want me to say? Is he Austin Rivers? Ah, <laughs> uh, probably somewhere around there. Yeah. Who's also might be out for the rest of the season. I think if he's a bust, then he's he's Austin Rivers. Yeah, similar game, right? Sure, sure. Except for he uh, shoots. I don't know. I can't even describe how he shoots. Yeah, it's awful. It's not. It's gonna get blocked every time in the NBA. <laughs> you, see, you see LeBron shooting like that during the warmups the other night. No. Yeah. Little jab. Was he picking on him? Making Jeez, fun of him. Not because Le- LeVar was talking shit to LeBron, so LeBron shot back with that, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, d- I just think Lonzo Ball sucks as an NBA player. All right, until next week. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Later.